1: It's June. It's the 5th of June. It's 2017. It's a wonderful, peachy Monday, and anything's better than Sunday. We have seven games on tonight's slate for baseball. Um, The pitching is very interesting. As always, on Monday, my co-host, The Siege, how you doing, my friend? Hanging in there, man.
2: Rough Sunday. Every sport I've tried was not successful. 0 for 3.
1: You know, we were chatting a little bit before. I don't think I've ever, ever... Lost as bad as I lost in NASCAR today uh, money-wise. I've lost more money, but just percentage just, wise. just just losing it was just bad. It was just oh I am um, I'm Ready for poker already. Um, I think I'm gonna spend a couple extra hours on NASCAR this week just because like I've never had two losing weeks in a row for cash, and um, I can't make it three so yeah but anyway, we have a baseball slate. Um, we have a play draft to do here at the end. If you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, playdraft.com, make sure you head on over there check them out. Um, it's playdraft.com backslash grinders. That way you guys get a 100% deposit bonus up to 600 bucks. Man, we were talking before. Seven in a row.
0: <laughs> seven in a row. Oh, man.
2: I don't have any confidence on this slate either. It could be eight. My, yeah. my 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 vacation might be coming at the right time. Like it might be time to like get that DL stint. You know how they said to the DL for sucking. My, my time might be coming there in terms of play draft. Uh, it might be time to send me to the DL to just uh, for sucking. Because uh, boy oh boy, <laughs> didn't Verlander
1: like have like seventy pitches after two innings this weekend and get pulled? I stabbed the of
2: White him. Sox and then the freaking Detroit bullpen for the first time all season. Pitch as well. Ah, <laughs> I had a pair of my Braves and I'm like, you have to be kidding me.
1: Oh, man. Braves, man. Matt Adams. We'll talk about that in a minute. We're going to get started with St. Louis at Cincinnati. Carlos Martinez against Randall Wojciechowski.
2: That's Asher. It's Asher Asher Wojcikowski.
1: Who? What? It's Asher.
2: His real first name is Asher. Don't listen to our roto page. We love your roto page, but you're wrong. It's Asher Wojcikowski.
1: Oh, yeah. It even shows that on my my model right in front of me, too. (laughs) Oh, nine in total here. Uh, this game's in the Great American Small Park. Uh, Carlos Martinez only a 130 favorite here. Um, both these teams have really solid implied team totals. What's your thoughts here on Carlos Martinez?
2: He's the best pitcher on the slate, and you should play him in all formats. That's what you're going to hear all day <laughs> long. All day long. He's the best pitcher. Everyone else is terrible. Just play him. Everyone's going to play him. da 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 I'm not playing a pitcher in All-American Small Park, especially one that can't get left-handed bats out in that park. No chance in hell. If you want to play Carlos Martinez, hit the Unreg button, go take your wife or girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever out on a nice date and just skip the day. It's not worth playing 60% Carlos Martinez at 12-5. No chance, no how.
1: Well, I was kind of bummed about this slate until we were kind of chatting and, like, we realized that Carlos Martinez is going to be chalk, and now I'm kind of excited because anytime you get a guy that's going into Cincinnati that has bad history against his team um, and a team that can steal, like, you know, I know Yaddy is Yaddy Molina, but, like, it's just not a good recipe for success here for Martinez, and he's going to be super popular, so – um, yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of excited now about this slate where I don't have to play the chalky, you know, you know, high dollar pitcher.
2: Well, I have some bad news for you. We don't know if Billy Hamilton's going to play. He might be going on the
1: DL. That doesn't really affect what I want to do anyway. It affects
2: what I want to do because I wanted all the Billy Hamilton I could get. <laughs> <laughs> and he owns Yachty. and everyone. Every, the first time that they play in a series, everyone forgets. He goes out and steals three bases, and everyone goes, "Oh yeah, that's right. He loves running on Yachty. <laughs>
1: And then he's, like, 35% the rest of the weekend. Yeah, for sure. Um, what about Asher here? Any interest?
2: No, I don't – I can't play. I mean, the idea of playing a pitcher against a team playing on Sunday Night Baseball flying in, it sounds nice. But, boy, Woj has a home run problem. And playing in a hot all, uh, hot day in an All-American small park is oh, – yeah, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't sound very good to me.
1: yeah. You know, small sample size for AAA this season with the Reds, but with the Marlins last year, the home run rate was a one point eight one home run per nine, only an eight percent swinging strike rate last season in the minors, thirteen point nine percent strikeout rate. It just it doesn't sound like a lot. You know, we only have eight innings this season, but only a sixteen percent soft contact rate in those eight eight innings. He's getting hit hard. Everything that people are hitting is hard. I'll pass. I think there's some pitchers on this slate that. I'm going to just take flyers on some of these guys, and this is not a guy that I'm going to take a shot on here, especially in this ballpark.
2: Yeah, no. The bomb ballpark. Like, maybe if they were in, like, Tropicana? <laughs> Safeco? Uh, Petco? I, I all the co-parks? Go take... Maybe in all the co-parks we would we would give them a shot. I still don't know if I would take a shot. <laughs> I probably would at 4500 just to fit the bats. But, yeah, no, no, there's no chance. So let's talk about the bats because – we don't like the St. Louis offense a lot, and I feel like they're going to be very popular in this spot here. Um, there's another game where there's going to be some ownership too, so it might not be the Cardinals, but, like, I don't play Matt Carpenter. You don't play Matt Carpenter. Well, outside that, like, what do you want to do for the Cardinals? Like, Paul Dejon's up to 32, and I like him and all, but he's still at third base for no good reason. Like, he's playing second every day. Just slide him on over to second base, please. But until then, like, he's not useful, and then it's kind of like, you want to play the Cardinals outfield roulette? Like, I don't know if I can do that either. Uh,
1: yeah, like this is this is a really tough offense to kind of figure out. Um, I know it was one game sample size, but I, I noticed on the, the Twitter feed that Piscotty had a couple barrels on Sunday. Maybe that's a, a pointing sign. I don't know what came out of it. I just was tilting. One of them Castro. was a whole run. One of them was a bomb. Really? <laughs> yeah, one of them was a bomb. So, maybe we're looking at, like, a Pascati Jerko. I just – I don't play Carpenter because he's first base. Like, I I don't mind him on play draft. I don't mind him on fantasy draft. But I just don't – you know, Matt Carpenter might hit a two-home run game twice this year, and I'm just going to lose on those two slates.
2: Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I just – I mean, third base isn't all that strong on the slate, but there's some options, so it's just (laughs) – I don't really know if I want to do Jerko and and then first base is loaded on this slate. Just just loaded. So Yeah, no. Um God, he's I just saw the price. Oh my god. Um my favorite player in MLB these days. Um Yeah, I I, I don't really see a bad here for the Cardinals and Scotty. Like I, I just don't think I would go any other way. I, maybe this game's kind of a fade on the St. Louis side and it's stacked the Reds. And then maybe
1: you can fade Violet 46 if you want. All right, let's talk about the Reds. Uh, obviously, we have to wait and see what's going on with Billy Hamilton and Scott Schebler. Um, if either one of those guys are out of the lineup, then Scooter Jeanette should be in there, which adds a lefty, which Carlos Martinez does not want to see. Um, so, anyway, uh, we're looking at it here. You know, The BVP machine is telling us that the Reds have good little history here against Carlos Martinez. Vegas is telling us he has good – you know, he's not a, he's a 130. It's not like Carlos Martinez has a 170. You're paying twelve five on DraftKings for a guy that's a 130 in a small ballpark with a nine total. It's just – Wind's I, blowing out too. It's just I'm looking at it and I'm just going, all right, it's a seven-game slate. How can I be different? And stacking the Reds against the highest known pitcher on the slate is how I'm going to be different here.
2: I mean, there, I guess I should say, like, there's a world in which he isn't the chalk. But that just means Shark is 60% himself. So, like, I don't know. I don't think people are going to pick on Milwaukee. But I could see that that world. So, like, one of these two are going to be the Mega Chalk. But I think it's going to be Carlos Martinez because I think people just want to pick on Cincinnati. They'll see the – especially if Hamilton and Shoveler are out, I think it will just, like, automatically go there. And I, I don't – I hate the idea for tournaments, right? I hate the idea of playing a chalky pitcher in a really bad ballpark because this game could easily be 6-5 in the third inning and both pitchers are gone. Yeah. Like, yeah, maybe the Cardinals are still in front, but like, I, I could see this game turning into a hitter's paradise. It's just – the Cardinals for me outside of Piscati are just a stack or a walk, a walk. And, like, I don't hate the stack. It's really ugly to build. It's really ugly to click on the names that you need to click on to make it happen. But it can absolutely win you a tournament.
1: Yeah, for sure. All right, we spent a lot of time on this game. Let's move on. Philadelphia at Atlanta. Favetta um, against Cologne, nine and a half total here. Cologne, a 127 favorite. Um,
2: <laughs> that shows you how bad that is.
1: Um, we don't like the pitchers here, right?
2: Fire up thy stacks. Welcome back, SunTrust Field, baby.
1: Whee! Don't tell anybody. Like We've been on the road now. Nobody's going to – we'll, we'll I mean, see was what happens. The Vegas totals have finally caught up. It only took him about two months. <laughs>
2: it's, it's, it's not even that hot. It's like 80 degrees, and the, the totals, the the weather is going to be the factor here. So, like, this is going to have the highest total. This game's going to come in as orange tomorrow. I, I, I know Kevin Roth, but it's, you know, the Atlanta afternoon thunderstorms. He's going to grade it orange because there's a fair likelihood there's going to be a delay at some point. So, you know, you're going to have to take your chance. With the bats, though, I think it's a game that will play, um, which is fine. Like, orange is fine when you're not playing – pitchers <laughs> or pitch orange is problem when you have pitchers like you can play hitters in orange like there's some risk sure but you're gonna get a stack that should be like 25 percent on both sides maybe in the tens maybe in the 15 range
1: let's be clear um just in case it wasn't clear right there we love this game like yes um, um you know it, it's atlanta storms so we're gonna have to pay attention to kevin roth but um they're so spotty that you know you really can't pay attention to the weather in Atlanta until like an hour before game time at most. So um love the stacks here for Philadelphia. Really the only guy that I kind of worry about is Franco. I don't know if he got it going over the weekend, but I know he's he been, a home run today, I'm pretty sure. He's been super cold, you know, starting the season he's been 221 with a 269 woba, the hard contact rates under 30, the ISOs under 130. If he starts gaining some traction here, he might be a guy that I leave off my stack. Cameron Rupp has been bad. Herrera has been bad. So maybe I'm looking at more of Saunders, Althea, Hernandez-type plays here. Yeah, that makes some sense. I, I can see that. It is it is Cologne, and we know he's just not throwing the ball by anybody right now. So we'll have to kind of see how it plays out with the lineup. Herrera also.
2: Homer too, for what it's worth. He got he homer as well. So.
1: I, I These don't. guys
2: that are up. Herrera's twenty nine hundred. Have you seen the Philly prices on DraftKings? Let me let, let me read you some prices and let me tell and ask um if you're gonna hit the lock button or not. Okay,
1: let me just scroll down. here. Well, there's no lock button. I'm gonna play like one or two teams in this league.
2: Okay, hypothetically, if you were playing hundred plus teams, since there's that big uh, six dollar uh, with fifty k at first. All right, players that uh, would you hit the lock button on? Michael Saunders at twenty nine hundred. I
1: would have a good portion.
2: Abdul Herrera, at twenty nine hundred. One game. I, I would.
1: I would have a good portion.
2: Mikel Franco, thirty
1: two hundred. He's the one guy that I'm worried about. I really worry about him.
2: Thirty two hundred, though.
1: Boy, Tommy Joseph, thirty four hundred. I guess he's had multi hits in a couple games now. Maybe Franco's getting it going again.
2: Like these guys, like the most expensive hitter in for Philly is Altair at thirty seven hundred. Like he's
1: been the best hitter in this offense. This guy's been
2: Yeah, he's the guy who's actually been struggling lately.
1: Like he's the guy who has been scuffling. What so, has like, Betorto, what what has Cologne done for you lately? Yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> okay. uh, you're
2: to Slup meets Bartolo Cologne in SunTrust Field.
1: All right, let's talk about Atlanta here. Um I'm never playing Brandon Phillips again after Friday. Um shame, a, my, sp- shame on us, by the way. We knew better. My bad. We knew better. He's terrible at baseball. I, would,
2: I just wish I would have played Fulty. Man, that's... we knew it. We knew co- oh my god, that one hurt. Like that was like I start. I watched the first inning of that game before I went out to watch the West STLFC soccer. And I watched the first inning. I was just like, oh no, it's good Fulty. We're done. It's good Fulty. I it's was so like, did good. I build one anywhere? And I had zero. And I was just like, oh no.
1: <laughs> so tilting. All right. Um, Inciarte, Marquecas, Kemp. Matt Adams might be one of the hottest hitters in baseball right now. The guy just keeps hitting the ball hard. I don't care about if it's going over the fence or if it's at somebody. I just care about people hitting the ball hard, and that's what he's doing right now.
2: He hit a home run off the lefty today. That's everything you need to know about how hot he is right now.
1: Yeah. So, and he's still under 4K on DraftKings. Uh, you want to talk about lock and load, he would be one of those guys that I would have like 80% on. Hey, Matt Kemp, F you. All right, moving on. San Francisco. I, I, I will
2: play Matt Cap in this spot, Let's be quite clear.
1: I think everybody's in play. Tyler Flowers, um Swanson, yeah, all those guys. Yeah,
2: everyone.
1: If uh, if if Adonis gets the bench here and Ruiz gets a start, he's probably super cheap too. Twenty eight hundred. Oh god, so much better.
2: Too, too bad there's no freaking
1: stub pitcher to pay for. If that's any good? Just
2: more evidence, by the way, that Martinez's ownership is going to be high, high.
1: Yeah. Today's definitely not a day that I care about if I lose some salary on the ca- on the table. Um San Francisco at Milwaukee, Jeff Samarja against Junior Herrera. Um eight and a half to older here, pick 'em game. Um I was kinda I was kind of shocked by that too, but um trap. this has trap
2: written all over it for the shark man.
1: I kinda like the other side of this game. I was looking at Herrera before we started. You know, I was already starting my pitching article, and um, it's just an interesting spot. He's really good against righties, and his numbers against lefties, the strikeout rate is pretty solid as well. Um, it's just the walks, right? Like, the walks are the issue when you're, when you're looking at a guy like this, and on DraftKings, that'll kill you. But when you look at a slate like this, high ground ball rate – you know, strikeout upside offense has been terrible. I know they got Pence back, but
2: by the way, he's better against lefties than righties this year.
1: He's better against lefties. Mm-hmm. Uh, I,
2: I, a new, new pitch, too. I think is what it causing it. I remember having this conversation with someone before his last start against the Mets. I laughed at him. And it's only said,
1: fourteen innings though this year. Yeah, but there's a new pitch. Hold on, I gotta go find this now.
2: If I remember correctly, there's like a it's like a new pitch or something.
1: I, I, honestly, Increased I feel
2: the like usage. There, there was something. I need to go find this now. It's really been bug me. Yeah, I... he didn't throw the slider last year, and it's back this year. That's what it was. Yeah, so the slider's back, and it's it's been death to left-handed
1: bats. I feel like this is the guy that I'm going to take my stand on on the slate. Um, I just, you know, it's the <laughs> shark, right? Like, and why is this game a pick'em? Like, I I just feel like you know, I can see the, I can see the shark getting shelled here.
2: It's like Resident Shark guy. I could see this one. Like, he <laughs> got bad with a ton of the Washington start. I actually didn't think he threw the ball all that bad. Like I, I felt like he got bad with a lot and he kind of recovered at the back end once he realized the ump was not going to give him that corner. It just. If you here's the thing about this slate. If you fade Martinez, I think the next name that everyone's going to plug in is Jeff. Right? I don't think a lot of people are just going to say, I'm going to fade Martinez and Samarcha on the slate. I think if you do that, you can just play any bats you want without fear of ownership. It's a really tempting spot, and playing Milwaukee has power upside. Travis Shaw is white hot right
1: now. So maybe if you're like, maybe if you're looking at the Cardinal stack, maybe that's what you do. Maybe you fade Shark and Martinez and stack the Cardinals.
2: Yeah, I just I kind of like doing it everywhere. Like I think Junior is in play. Like I'm kind of with you. I just don't. The price on DraftKings is a little obscene. like. It doesn't matter, it, though. The guy, guy we haven't gotten to, like, I I can't – and I know this other guy is risky and he can get blown up and he gets blown up all the time and this offense is hot. We'll get there, right? But paying 2100 more for Junior Garrett over Ian Kennedy is going to be a very tough pillow for me to swallow. Paying 2200 more for him over Eddie Butler with the wind blowing in, I, I just don't know if I'm going to be able to pull those, tr- that trigger. But I think it's definitely a good tournament pivot for sure. He's priced right around guys I do like. So I, I think he'll be kind of lower-owned than you might think.
1: Um, looking at the Giants' bats, um, I honestly, I really just think I'm going to take a stand. If you want to play some bats here, I really don't even know who to recommend. I'm looking at Junior. Yeah, like, I guess. If you They're hot. They had
2: a really good weekend. Remember I told you they had a good weekend series in Philly two years ago? Yeah, I had a good weekend series again this year. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I kind of – wouldn't mind playing the hot offense here in the hitter's park. Uh, we know the Brewers' bullpen isn't all that great. Uh, it's better, of course, but it's not like anything I'm scared of in terms of left. They have no lefties in the pen. So let me look. Let me check that. Make sure they didn't promote anyone. Twenty-five man roster. Just make sure. I don't think they did. Pretty sure that all righties in there, which gives the Giants kind of a boost. It is uh, the bats throws. Yeah, it's all righties in that pen. So a uh, huge advantage to that stack, right? You're not going to get some lefty relievers to t- tackle Belt or Crawford, who's white hot. So I, I kind of like the Giants' bats here. If you're feeding um kind of as a stack just because of your upside, right, you're going to get the right side of two all game long.
1: Brewers' bats, uh, stack them. I don't see playing one-offs here.
2: Come on, DraftKings. Give Thames' his outfield eligibility. We can't build a stack right. It's so frustrating. Did you, oh, see, did, you see,
1: you did you see did you see a home run? Did you see he hit a home run uh, the other day and right when he hit a home run they drug tested him that night?
2: He's not on it, like people get over it.
1: I just think it's funny. Um
2: he's striking out a ton, like he's gonna strike out or he's gonna home or like this is what we expected. Like, chill out, MLB steroid people, chill.
1: <laughs> um the only one-off that I could play is Travis Straw. Like you said, he's hot, you know, hitting the ball really hard right now and I don't hate the spot for him at all. No, I love the spot. I think the price will scare people away. I I do like that one off a ton. Yeah, outside of that, like... Stack. Yeah. Miami at Chicago, Dan Straley, Eddie Butler. No line in this game. I expect it to be seven and a half, eight at most. Uh, Wind blowing in, 17 to 19 miles an hour. I can see
2: 7. How about that?
1: I I, I wouldn't shock me either. Uh, Wind blowing in here from left field... Which kind of hurts both of these teams. Um, hurts the Marlins, I think, a little bit more. You know, their power outside of Justin Boer is mostly on the right right side. Um, what's your thoughts here on Straley?
2: Boy, it's Dan Straley. Let me start off with that. But if you're going to take a stand against Martinez and Shark, like I'm considering, this is the guy I'm rostering, Right. Um, you know, you're counting on Wrigley to be Wrigley with the wind blowing in. Keep the ball in the yard and hopefully, you know, give up two or three runs over seven innings and strike out seven or eight. Like that's the goal. Um, I'm, there's a couple of reasons why I'm worried. Escalating pitch count is a factor. Uh, you know, 98, 107, 113 is last three. Um, that's that's always a kind of a concern for me when it's guys like Dan Straley who don't throw a ton of pitches all the time. But – You know, it's a seven-game slate. I'm going to have to make a decision somewhere. Right now, it's playing Dan Stranley, for better or for worse, I guess.
1: I couldn't think of a better pitcher to go into Wrigley with the wind blowing in or out. Um, He's a fly ball pitcher, almost a 50% fly ball rate. So if the wind's blowing in, it's really going to benefit him here. His swinging strike rate is right at 10.5% since the start of last season, which, you know, you really really wouldn't expect from a guy like Dan Straley. But fly ball pitcher, solid strikeout rate. We know the Cubs strike out a bunch, Um, 22% against right-handed pitching this season. They're ranked 25th in Team Woba. Their WRC Plus is bottom 10. Like, the Cubs aren't the Cubs of last year. This isn't the best team in baseball right now, so – I like Straley. Um I could see myself ending up with a lot of Straily and Junior Guerrero here. Um, I don't think Eddie Butler's in the worst spot ever, but I, I, it's Eddie Butler, and you don't want
2: to recommend them,
1: right? He's giving up a ton of hard contact the lefties, and you know the Marlins have one of the top thirty-five baseball players in the baseball, um, Justin Bohr, So yeah,
2: <laughs> I appreciate that, buddy. I, I appreciate you uh, standing up for me. Um, Always got your back. Uh, he's so good, man. man people are going to hop on board, too. This is gonna not and t- This is not going to be a hot tech in a few weeks' time, so uh, it's going to be on the early side of this one. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think I'm playing Ian Kennedy first, um, but I understand playing Eddie Butler, right? For all the reasons you want to play Straley, um, you're looking for a guy not to kill you, pay up for bats. It's a fine option. It's not one that I'm just running to the bank to do, and I don't know if you're really going to need it like i think if you play a guy like straley and even junior gara let's say i don't want to really surprise you who i like you have 4100 per player for bats like i think that's workable here I, there are some guys over 5k but there's not a ton of the 4k range so I,
1: I think you can make that work anybody from the marlins that you like here outside of the goat justin Bour?
2: i kind of like the lefties but like I, I don't think i would roster anyone other than justin Bour who is
1: 5k and he's going to be five percent owned yeah
2: it's such a terrible spot like
1: it's really it's an awful spot (laughs) like uh, price wise is an awful spot but like i actually kind of like this spot for him
2: i guess i guess a ground ball guy I guess that his uppercut swing, I guess it's kind of a decent.
1: Spot. Rizzo, forty three hundred people are going to go there against Straley. No, one's
2: playing Justin Board
1: five K. That's like, what I said. Like, this even, is... like even
2: if people are going to get contrarian, it's like Zimmerman or Fames on either side, right?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I that <laughs> might be high. Eddie Butler has thirty three innings since the start of last year against lefties. He has a forty two point two percent hard contact rate, three eighty three woba. Um, like, this is a really good spot for Justin Bour. Justin Boer one-off to win a Q. I like it. All right. Um, As far as the Cubs go, I'm not know. playing a Cub. I'm just not playing a Cub. Pass. Yeah, it would be a lefty if
2: it's anybody. It's... Emotional win Sunday Night Baseball against the Cardinals. I, I definitely think this is a spot where you just absolutely fade. The more I think about that, this is definitely a good dance Australia spot. Sunday Night Baseball, emotional tough win over your rivals late. You know, play, Just playing random Miami the next day. I can see it in the show.
1: Houston at Kansas City, Michael Fires against Ian Kennedy. How many times a season have we seen a nine total in Kansas City? It's just crazy. It's like every other day. Anyway, nine total, Michael Fires, a 127 favorite, and I really think that has more to do with he just has the hottest offense in baseball, hottest team in baseball right now. What is it, 10 straight wins now for the Houston Astros?
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh, yep. And uh, so – I, this, is definitely a top, this is definitely a top stack of the day. Like, don't get me wrong. Don't let me like. I, I'm going to have an Ian Kennedy piece because he should never be 5500. And I'm going to price enforce force here. Like, this is a guy who was literally sitting in the 8Ks for the first month and a half of the season, and now he's 5500 because he's gotten robbed three times in a row. Like, I, I'm just going to price enforce force here. You know, he's got K upside. Um, Houston doesn't strike out a ton. But they aren't the great, the world's best team against curveballs. And Kennedy throws a good one when he's on. When it's bad, it's gonna get hit out of the fun, out of the park. So this is a. I think if you're a guy that's like playing plays a bunch of teams, gonna have a bunch of Houston stacks. I absolutely would give yourself me and Kennedy exposure for as an edge, because his upside is you know you have to have him to win.
1: I'm be honest. I'm I'm gonna make two or three teams today, and Houston stack is definitely gonna be one of them. But,
2: right, and I expect everyone to be that way, right?
1: And so, yeah. like, it's, it's, it's just if you're playing a bunch of
2: teams, this is a spot I think the hedge is worth it because if Houston isn't like hitting the ball out of the park, it's because they're swinging and missing against curveballs. Like they don't swing out, swing and miss a ton, but against curveballs in the past, I mean, I guess I should probably double check this, but I'm. Pretty sure that their curveball numbers are just as bad this year. It's it's the changeup numbers that they've improved.
1: So I have a I have a quick question for you. Do you think something's wrong with Ian Kennedy? Just looking at his numbers and you know I need to dig into his advanced stats, but a little bit. Thirty nine percent hard contact rate. He has a two hundred three BABIP with a five Sierra. Like yeah, his BABIP is two hundred three and his hard contact is thirty nine percent. His walk rate is up like. His home run rate is the highest of his career. Like, is something wrong with Ian Kennedy? Is he done?
2: Let's just pull it up real quick. I have it up now. Uh, let's see. It's well, he's getting he's getting obliterated
1: on the fastball. Like that's when the problem. I think we noticed that last time we did a podcast when Ian Kennedy was pitching.
2: Yeah, the curveballs were good. He's just not throwing it. Like he's just not throwing it to righties, which I don't understand.
1: Which makes me think even more that something's wrong with him.
2: He's throwing it a ton of lefties. And having amazing success with it. 19% swing and strike rate against lefties, and the pitch just isn't coming into factor against righties. That's so weird.
1: The problem is like the power bats, Springer, Correa. Yeah, Altuve. But, I mean, like that's something that can get changed, right? And like the, when he does throw it to righties, he's having amazing success
2: with it. Yeah, this is again, like I think Houston's a tough stack, but if you wanted to hedge it back with Kennedy, I, I really think that there's enough upside here with this, this, the swinging strike rate that you're seeing, again, even against a change of two. You know, let me just pull up, let me just pull up the ready real quick here. I'll, I'll even tell you guys on air. So, Evan Gaddis uh, this season has a uh, 13% swinging strike rate against curveballs. 2016, he had a 13% swinging strike rate against curveballs. Uh, let's go with Springer. I think he's the one that's really alarming, if I remember correctly. Twenty seventeen against curveballs, seven uh, percent K rate. 2016, 10 uh, percent. That's pretty good, actually. He hit them really well. It's a changeup,
1: sixteen percent. Hold on. Have you all right? Have you looked at the pricing for Houston yet? I'm sure it's through the roof. All right, fifty seven hundred for Springer, fifty eight hundred for Altuve, fifty five hundred for Correa. 4,800 for Marwin Gonzalez. 46 for Beltran. Good, like good. Make you think twice before you throw that Houston stock in there. I'm doing it. That was going to make you think
2: twice. It makes, you, saying, think so twice. It makes so
1: you think twice, doesn't it? For all that, uh, for all that value um,
0: that we Springer talked
2: about, is so bad against sliders and change-ups. Like if he throws sliders, and and changeups, oh boy. Like, these are bad numbers. 22% swing strike rate against sliders. 17% against changeups ups uh, this season. Uh, not a whole lot better. 21% against the sliders. 21% swing strike rate. How is that possible? How is that even possible? It's high. It's like you miss one in every five sliders thrown at you. <laughs> That's awful. Oh, Solid. Oh man, I'm gonna try for the third straight day in a row, probably building a Houston stack with that George Springer. I'll probably fail like the first two, but those numbers make me at least think about it.
1: Looking at fires, uh, 384 Woba, 37% hard contact to righties since the start of last season, 2.3 home run per nine. Um, and then looking at lefties, not much better. Uh, 318 Woba, the hard contact comes down to 31.6%. The home run per nine is 1.25. Doesn't really walk a lot of people, throws a bunch of strikes, but he's just been getting crushed. Um, you know, he is getting a little bit of um, Babbit which the ex-FIP has given him a little bit of positive regression coming, but not much. Um, I just don't think I can play him here. Um, I'm guessing you're the same. Yeah, I can't. I understand why if
2: people do. Um, it's Kansas City, and I think that's enough reason to consider anyone, to be honest. And it's coming off a good start in Minnesota. So uh, I can see it. I can see it. It's probably not for me. I think I would roster Sham and first, and we'll, we'll get to him. Um, but yeah, I, I totally understand why you want roster fires.
1: Our boy, man, Jorge Bonificio. This is a great spot for him. Michael Fires reverse splits Bonificio hitting righties hard. Like I'm so glad you told me like that. I looked into that more on Friday. Like I love this spot for him and like Mustakas. Yeah. For
2: sure, he had a he had a big game. He had a nice two for four game on uh, on Friday. You know um, who
1: else is kind of sneaky here? Salvador Perez, twenty nine hundred. Um, like that price a lot.
2: Yeah, again, yeah, too bad. Like we don't need the we don't need the savings for anything. But, if you yeah. stack Houston, you need the savings.
1: <laughs> Holy crap!
2: I, I can't imagine stacking Houston without
1: McCann or Gaddis. Uh, I'm just saying, like. <laughs> You you'll mess with it when we get done and everything like that. Oh, I'm sure it's impossible.
2: I'm sure it's impossible, but that's fine. Like I, I you know, I talked about fading the top level pitchers. Like okay, um, I, I guess I should probably like I think Fires is in play with a Houston stack, right? Because if you stack Houston with Fires, you can save yourself money, and it's correlated. So like if Houston goes off, Fires is more likely to get the win. I can see that. I guess
1: sure. All right, moving on. Toronto at Oakland, J-Hap against Sean Mania. Um, I think both of these pitchers are in play. Eight total, I think it's a little too high. I, I just, I kind of like both of these pitchers here. Um, I know you wanted to talk about Sean Mania, so I'll let you go ahead and talk about him real quick.
2: Yeah, come off the DL looked really good. Looked like the in Sean Mania we saw before he went on the DL. And the so Sean Mania we saw in the second half of last year. Like, the first half of last year, we would stack against him at will. And then he finally was like, hey, I'm going to be the prospect everyone expected me to be. You know, uh, good numbers this year. Uh, I don't have them up in front of me. I don't know why. But uh, he's been really good. He's got the K-rate is the key, right? The, K, the strikeouts are there. He's been striking out a bunch of batters since going back from the DL. That's the thing I was worried about. Eight and nine his last three – his last two starts. One was in Yankee Stadium and one was against Cleveland. Uh, pitched good games, both of those. Uh, they stalled to pull up his uh, his K numbers real quick. Um, it, you know, he's been absolutely doubt the left-handed bats. 152 WOBA. And against right-handed bats, he's striking out over 11 per nine. Um, You know, there's some regression to come, sure. But, you know, when you're only giving up 20% hard contact to lefties, and, you, I mean, he's giving up a ton of hard contact to righties, no doubt, 38%. Like, he's giving up a ton of hard contact to righties. But, you know, a lot of it's on the ground, and that's always good.
1: Looking at J-Habt, Uh, Small sample size this season, pretty solid strikeout rate. Um, I kind of want to throw it out the window because it's only 20 innings, but it is 26%. The swinging strike rate is over 10%. Looking back at last year, it was right around 21% and 9.6% swinging strike rate. We look at Oakland um, this season against left-handed pitching, and there is some power here. Ryan Healy, uh, 298 ISO. Alonzo in a very small sample size, 400 ISO. But we look at the strikeout rates, and outside of Josh Fegley, Josh Fegley has a 15.6 percent striking rate. Healy 12, 22 percent. Alonzo 27 percent. Adam Rosales 27 percent. Matt Joyce 30 percent. Chad Pinder 40 percent. Plouffe 26 percent. Mark Kana 23 uh, percent. Chris Davis 36 percent. Like, there's some upside here for Jay Happ when we're looking at those strikeout numbers.
2: Yeah, there absolutely is. Some upside. Uh, there's no doubt about that. I actually was trying to pull up. So, like I think Toronto's gonna be a place people might go to be contrarian, and I'm gonna try, I'm about to pull up some swinging strike rates, and uh, it, it ain't pretty uh, so far, to be honest. Um, you know, like you would think, oh, Toronto virtual lefty, Toronto virtual lefty, Toronto virtual lefty, and that's true. But you don't want one that has throws a ton of sliders and changeups. <laughs> like we we talked about this on Friday with Pineda and Severino, kind of did the what I expected Pineda to do on Friday, with this striking out. Toronto batters left and right. But Josh Donaldson uh, in 2016 had a 16% K rate uh, if I, against left-handers, against sli- uh, change-ups, and it was uh, 9% against sliders. If I pull up Jose Bautista, uh, he's at 9% and 8%, 4%, so that's very good. Uh, but Troy Tulowitzki is going to be a bad number. And Troy Tulowitzki is at 13% against changeups, 17% against sliders. So, you know, the stat probably not as strong as you might think. Um it's, it's a good – it's a decent stack. But I don't think it's like the, oh, you just stack everyone from Toronto and move on. I think you really got to nitpick. Because even Justin Smoke, 15% swinging strike rate against change-ups, 11% against sliders. So, I, again, I think this is more of a spot where maybe you target a Jose Bautista one-off and, and you kind of ignore the rest if you're not playing and I
1: like it. Um, I always have interest in Justin Smoke against the lefties. Very don't good. Don't do it. Don't
2: do it. Don't do it. The colors are Bad. Bad. 15% swinging strike rate against uh, change 11% swinging strike rate against sliders. Uh, what? How does Shamanita do against right-handed batters? Uh, so, I'm, I have to, like, this 2017 numbers are too small of a sample size, because like, they're they're insane. But even the 2016 numbers, right, where he struggled the first half, 19% swinging strike rate on the slider, 19.7% on the change-up. Like, he generates a ton of swings and misses, and Justin Smoke loves to swing and miss at those pitch types. Like, I love the more I look at this, I love this spot for Shamanaya, and I just have to hope I don't get beat by Bautista.
1: Is there is, outside of Baptista on Toronto, is there anybody that you like here? Oh, I just pulled up Kedrius Morales. He's at 15 and 17. Like,
2: this is an amazing Shamanaya spot. <laughs> like the more and more I look at it, the better and better the spot gets for Shamanaya.
1: Um, I know we don't have a large sample size on Donaldson this year. He has just absolutely destroyed left-handed pitching throughout his career. I don't hate him here. Um, it's just a, it's a massive ballpark. I expect this to be the lowest, one of the lowest scoring games on the slate. Um, as far as Oakland goes, like Ryan, Ron, R- Ryan Healy is the only guy that I really have interest in. And when you start building lineups, I just don't see him really fitting in unless he's that last person in. Because I think he's still third base, right? Or oh, third base, first base. So unless he's that last person in, it's kind of the only spot that I would have him here.
2: Uh, did, was Chris Davis that bad of a stat cast?
1: <laughs> um, His like strikeout rate's like thirty six percent against lefties this season. He's yeah, always been but, kind of a reverse splits guy.
2: Yeah, but let's see. He's a he's just a fastball guy, and. Like, Chris Davis does okay versus fastballs versus lefties. Like, what's J.A. half going to beat him with? Like, a slider? I mean, I guess, but he hits him decent. It's not going to be the curveball or the changeup. He matches those. Yes. I got to be honest, but I like this spot for Chris Davis.
1: <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right, moving on. Last game of the night, uh, Washington at L.A. Uh, Gio Gonzalez against Ryu. Eight total. Ryu, a favorite here at home. Any interest here in Geo, who might actually gain some you know pop, pop? He might be popular here. I refuse to roster any popular Geo.
2: No, I did it once. Shame on me. It's like my one time. It's my once for your beating.
1: You know better. Don't do it. All right. So like these are all small sample sizes, but it's all what we have to go off of for the season. Logan Forsythe, two hundred ISO against left-handed pitching. Chris Taylor, two sixty-seven. Kiki Hernandez, three fifty-four. Cody Bellinger, three thirty-three.
2: Gutierrez,
1: <laughs> Gutierrez, 222, Corey Seager 206, Austin Barnes, 303. Like, they're all small sample sizes. They're all, like, right around 20 to 40 at-bats, 50 Regression at-bats. time. I, I can hear the regression time argument coming for the people that are going to roster geo, and it's tough to not acknowledge that, right? Like, seven guys have over a 200 ISO in this lineup against left-handed pitching this season. And they'll they'll probably I don't know if Grandall caught on Sunday, but if Grandall didn't catch on Sunday, like they'll definitely have Barnes in here. I'll tell you. I think he did. <laughs> which which is what you did. <laughs> I, I just don't see myself playing Geo here. Like I've picked on the Dodgers for a couple years with left-handed pitching, and they're hitting left-handed pitching this year. Love Chris Taylor. Chris Taylor has been just crushing the baseball.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. Grandall caught today.
1: So, so I would I would expect Barnes, Austin Barnes, to get the, the start here um, with the lefty on the hill, give Grendel a day off.
2: Yeah, we're using that all the way stretched out either. And, uh, what do you do with the Cardinals' start? It's okay,
1: but, yeah, um, but he's I mean, every, face... every,
2: every lefty pitch is okay against the Cardinals.
1: Yeah, he's just going to face too many righties here. Like, can't play him against Washington. Like, outside of Harper and Murphy isn't. Yeah, it's just, you can't.
2: No, you can't do that.
1: Six righties and, like. Turner, Wirth, like Zimmerman, Rendon, like all these guys hit left-handed pitching well.
2: And it's not like Ryu's a freaking power lefty. It's going to be a huge problem with Harper and Murphy to begin with.
1: Yeah, uh, Kershaw might be a big um, power lefty. That might be tough on these guys. We'll get there. <laughs> um, Is he going
2: to go this series?
1: Uh, I think he pitches Wednesday. I don't know. I was looking at a season long, and I have him, and I thought it was Wednesday. I was setting my pitchers for the week.
2: Yeah, it looks like it's Wednesday. Too bad uh, we missed it. We missed Kershaw by a day.
1: Oh, that's going to be a great freaking – I might watch that whole game.
2: Uh, no, and we missed it by a day. That's what I'm saying.
1: Oh, it's not going to happen? No,
2: we need a out on Tuesday in LA, so not likely. Oh, we get Strasburg-Kershaw, though. That's not a bad consolation prize. Oh,
1: uh, yeah. Day um, baseball,
2: too, yeah. even better.
1: Oh, day baseball in LA. Nothing going on on a Wednesday. Yeah, it's awesome. Any bats here for Washington that you like? It'd be the stack, but I just –
2: I can't imagine just playing, like, one of these guys. Like, if I'm going to go into it, it's going to be because I want to play the stack. And they're all priced up, so it's just going to have to be committed to the stack, really. You know, maybe Michael Taylor at $3,600. a lefty. it's kind of cheap. If you need a one-off, like, that's the guy I would use, but I'm not exactly, like, thrilled about that.
1: Before Anthony Rendon got hurt, he was amazing against lefties. He's healthy again. Um, don't mind him here. We haven't really I mean, talked- so.
2: Here's the thing with Anthony Rendon. I'm gonna I'm gonna hop in here. I'm sorry. Like he's had freaking half of his home runs in two games this year, and he's had seventy percent of his home runs in like one Seattle series and one day. He's like the ultimate fade for me on a day to day basis. Like let him go beat me four times a year. I'll go play one of these other third basemen. Like, he's 4600 Like, I will go play a Washington stack and play Travis Shaw for 100 more. Or Donaldson. I don't like Donaldson, but I would do that. You know, I, I, I would rather do that than just, like, pay for freaking Rendon in the Washington stack.
1: Anthony Rendon, multi-hits in six of his last ten games. Um, we, we just talked about Ryu not being a power lefty. I, I don't hate this spot. I, I think you make a great argument. I think there are better options around this price tag um Zimmerman's always in play against the lefty he's healthy as well like this is the Ryan Zimmerman from a few years ago that everybody loved and he just dealt with back injuries for the last two seasons like he's back like he's hitting three almost 370 this year three
2: yeah, he's 5200 everything you need to know about him
1: yeah. any Dodgers?
2: Hi I mean, it's Gio Gonzalez. If you want to, if you if you're deciding to play that the Gio Gonzalez gets blown up train, you can stack it up. I feel like I've said that for a lot of teams tonight, but I feel like that's the truth. Like a lot of these pitchers are bad enough that if like you believe they're going to be bad, you should be stacking up the, te- the team.
1: Like I guess the argument would be like I think both of these teams definitely stackable. Sure. But are you going to stack in L.A., or are you going to stack in Atlanta, or are you going to stack in Cincinnati? Well, a lot more
2: people are going to do that, right? So, like, you know, as you move toward the better pitchers' parks on this slate, you're going to get lower and lower and lower ownership.
1: I think if I'm stacking the Dodgers, I would play, like, a shark lineup. That would be one of my shark lineups.
2: Man, it's kind of tempting. Like, the Kike, Logan.
1: It also depends what the lineup looks like, too.
2: With all the multi-positional eligibility on the Dodgers, you can do some creative stuff with it.
1: Yeah, I don't ever hate stacking the Dodgers it's because like nobody plays the late guys. I love that. It's it's a, it's a it's
2: a it's the late game too. it's like one of the two it's a lot of the games are early and there's the two late games Toronto Oakland and Washington L.A. I love having like a lot of exposure to those late games on those days.
1: Yep. All right. We got to play a draft to do here and then we'll play some and Derby. Um hey, look
2: at so let say, hi, my name's Stevie. I'm going to get the first pick. Does it matter today? I mean, sure. I mean, oh, I guess I guess it puts you in a tough spot. Like, are you going to be an, uh, a man of your word? Or are you going to... Uh... Yeah, this is actually kind of interesting. Kind of like, I don't mind you having the first pick. Like, I don't think you'll do it. And I might be... I might do it. I might hedge life. The question is, is Stevie going to fade Carlos Martinez in a non-salary cap game? And the answer is Yes. My boy Shamiya, you know I really gotta stop telling you who I like before these stupid drafts.
1: I think I would take him anyway.
2: God, now everyone else is just like, "Hi, hi, my name is Justin Marja, I'm gonna get blown up in this spot." Hi, my name is Carlos (laughs) Martinez, I'm gonna get blown up in this spot.
1: Oh, good lord! I had to put the
2: pressure back on you. I'm gonna take Dan Straley. I can't believe this world exists. And then I'm just gonna deal with whatever's left. I'm gonna take a bat. I'm gonna take George for
1: here. Oh, uh, so I wanted to get back to me. Man, that's who I really wanted. Um, let's see here. Should have taken him first. Yeah, no chance.
2: I want to hit two home runs. We'll see if you uh, like that. Uh, no chance. Taking <laughs> number one
1: overall. <laughs> I'm gonna take kind of. I'm gonna go kind of safe here. Go Jose Altuve and Matt Kemp.
2: Matt Kemp is anything but safe, as I found out today. Um, all right. This is kind of interesting. Um, let's pull up start starting page. Some st- oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to take this guy. I'm going to take Matt Adams. Oh, damn it.
1: I took, I took Kemp thinking that you wouldn't take Adams because he had a zero projection. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, oh that makes me so mad so good job starting,
2: good job starting last page once again i'm gonna
1: um i'm definitely going to um set up some auto drafts here when we get done because you can load up on some pitching and you can get mad adams with your last pick because i'm sure he's gonna go way overlooked so
2: it sounds like oh man now I can't, you're gonna do it so i can't go drive and do it. Damn it oh play draft come back to missouri my friends i miss you so much um uh oh, I could hedge life Jose Bautista here. I'd love that spot. And I'm not gonna have any DFS probably. You know what? I'm gonna hedge life with Jose Bautista. I really like he he really profiled really well.
1: I'm gonna take Carpenter. Oh, wow.
2: Have fun. You pick one, I'll get you I'll get you leftovers. I know,
1: I'm just sitting here going. You know what? I'm gonna let you pick which one you want, and I'm gonna take J-Hap. Or I took the wrong guy. No! No!
2: You
0: took my guy! Jerk! You jerk! You took my guy!
2: Oh! You misclicked out of my guy! Oh! I hate you so much! How do you misclick out of the guy I want to take?
1: <laughs> oh, I hate you. That really so just happened.
2: Much, and you had no interest in pulling the trigger. I wanted Junior Guerra there. Oh, I hate you so much, and you misclicked him.
1: I did misclick him.
2: Oh.
1: Oh, if, he, I, if he, this if... Sunday is the worst Sunday ever. <laughs> if he's the reason that I beat you. Oh
2: my god. I guess I, guess I really need to take J A half right now, right for max troll
1: ability. Oh man.
2: I don't want shark. I don't want him. Let's do it. Let's go for max troll. Take J A half.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> I can't believe I misclicked. <laughs> right, I thought like you
2: misclicked on like, the guy I wanted. How is that like?
1: Oh. Oh, it could have been a lot worse for me. There were some bad options there. <laughs> I can't believe
2: that you misclicked on a Junior Garrett. Oh, He's going to go just destroy this slate and I'm going to be so upset.
1: Uh, I'm not. I'm not, because I already said that's where I'm going to take a stand on the slate. So I'm, I'm not mad about that. Um, yeah, you were, and You were going to take J.A. Happ, two over him, Unbelievable. Uh, the, just, I kind of wanted both those pitchers in that Oakland game just because I think it's going to be low scoring. Anyway, yeah. All right, let's play some home run derby, and then we'll get out of here. Um, if you guys haven't checked out Play Draft, make sure you check them out, and uh, don't misclick because
2: um, – you Do your pre-draft ranking so you don't have to.
1: Yeah, it could be really bad. Don't do that. Um, let's see. I can't believe that. I'm, I can't I'm, believe that. I'm so rattled right now. I'm distract, distracting myself by setting up um, the rankings. All right, uh, Home Run Derby. I think you went first on Friday, right? I thought you did. All right, well, go ahead. Don't okay. care. George Springer. Yeah, I'm not letting you have him. I didn't think so. Okay, Matt Adams. Yeah, I figured that's who you're going to take. But if I didn't veto Springer, then I would have taken Adams. You would have vetoed him. So absolutely, yeah. It's whatever. At that point, um, I'm gonna go Justin Bohr.
2: You're trying to get me to use my veto, out of you little jerk. No, <laughs> not gonna do it.
1: And I'm going to go with the white hot Travis Shaw. <gasps> No, I don't think so. Not let me have Shaw? No, I don't think so. All right. I am going to go way off the board, way off the board, and go Tyler Flowers.
0: Whoa!
1: That's way out of there. You like that, right?
2: I'm going to take Abdul Herrera.
1: It's not like it's not way out of the board either. That's why people come here. Uh, they, they want that tournament advice. They come to the morning grind.
2: Yeah, we haven't talked about that game in a while, so I wanted to bring it up again. You know what? I'm going to double dip on it, I think. And if this game rains out, I'm going to have a really bad home run derby game. <laughs> uh, actually, you know what?
1: Ugh. The success rate of our vetoes this season are insane, by the way.
2: I know. I was just thinking that. So you vetoed Springer, and then I vetoed Travis Shaw, right?
1: Yeah, I've got to make those some are, one-off lineups.
2: That's good. Those are those are guys like I was gonna be super overweight on anyways. So, um, God, I can't decide between Thames and freaking Saunders. I don't know. One's chalky, one's not. Um, <sighs> give me Thames. Why not?
1: All right. I'm gonna go uh, Bonificio. Oh, you little jerk! Yeah, nice I love spot. this. I love this spot for him. Like, God, I just, such a sneaky spot. No I one's just, gonna play him. I've just been looking at the advanced numbers, like for the matchup, whatever. Um, uh, Fires is a is, a, is a, a sinker baller, isn't he? He's a guy who likes to throw it down the zone. Pretty sure. Let's look at his. Uh, I'm
2: pretty sure, right? I'm pretty sure he is. Yes. Yeah, that's a, that's a great call. That's a great call.
1: Yeah. I need to write that
2: down so I don't forget.
1: Bonifacio has a 404 Woba, 265 ISO, 964 OPS, 590 slugging, 37.5% hard contact rate against righties this season. Yeah, we're talking about the
2: Kansas City one, not the one for Atlanta that's a slap hitter, just to be clear. Yeah. I think he got an option, didn't he? Well, just in case you listeners were confused, we should make that really clear because we've now mentioned the name like five times and people might be like, what the hell? That guy is terrible.
1: Terrible as Charles Barkley would say. But we're going to get out of here. All right, any final thoughts? Oh, man. I actually like – do you like the slate more than you did at the start of the show? Because I oh, do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do too. You know, there's some days where, like, I don't like a slate, and then I'm like, oh, whatever. But today, man, um, I got a lot of rewriting to do in my article today. You know, that's the only bad thing about starting before we did the pod and, like, talking through stuff. So, God, nobody's going to play Bonifacio. Oh, all right. Well, we're going to get out of here anyway. uh, Good luck to the Nashville Predators tonight, and good luck in your contest. Uh, We'll see you guys again tomorrow. Bankroll management might not be the sexiest part of daily fantasy, but it's an important one. And that's why we've launched
0: the DFS Analyzer. DFS Analyzer will help you easily track your results and then use them to your advantage. Just upload your contest history and in seconds, DFS Analyzer will show you winnings, ROI, records by sport, contest type, and more. Don't just view your results, analyze them and gain an edge Try our free DFS Analyzer tool
2: to become a smarter, more process-oriented, hopefully more profitable DFS player.
0: Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series Gas Grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619. U.S. only.